thing. You know, I don't care how much you like yourself. You like to pretty yourself and makeup and everything. When you fast up to a certain point, you don't feel like putting it on your face. Hello? How many know what I'm talking about? Sisters, is it true? Because your flesh is humbled. You see, really, the strength of the flesh is in the food. Do you know that? Can I be honest? The way you are looking at me is like you don't know what I'm talking about. Food is like fuel to a car. A car is useless without food, without fuel. Isn't that true? It doesn't matter how expensive the car is. If there's no fuel, the car doesn't do anything. In the same way, a man, I don't care how strong you are, if there's no fuel inside of you, all your strength goes. Hello? So fasting really it does something to the body. Amen. It is something that is not, it's not, we cannot uh, overemphasize the strength it has to humble the flesh. And we read somewhere in First uh, Peter 5, is it 6, it says that humble yourself before the mighty hand of the Lord and he will lift you up. So when you are able to bring yourself to a place of humility, we give God this, the opportunity to lift us up. Hallelujah. What was the second thing we talked about? It tilts the leadership of our lives from the flesh, from the soul to the spirit. Man is a spirit. Sometimes man sees of himself to his flesh. Hallelujah. How many understand what, what I'm saying? The flesh is, is death and will return to death. So how do you allow the death or the temporary to lead the eternal inside of you? So when you fast, you tell who is boss. Amen. You cannot be fasting and consciously sin unless you have a certain seared conscience. How many understand? If you are fasting, a certain consciousness of the Spirit of God comes upon you. Next one. There are areas of our lives that can only be conquered by fasting. Amen. We all have areas of challenges in our lives that can only be conquered through prayer and fasting. Next one. Fasting that decision. Amen. So we need to fast and pray before we take and choose a wife. Don't do it on your stomach. Don't go to a restaurant you have eaten, you are, you are full, burp, then you go, I love you, I want to marry you. You can easily marry the wrong person. Hallelujah. Oh, I say hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Next one. Sorry? Over grief. When there's a grief, fasting also helps encourage your, your soul. Next one. Is that all? Okay. Today, I want us to go into various types of fasts. I have about seven 
that I, I want to talk about quickly. And we also look at what I said, amen. Hey, please, I beg you, come alive. I know it is not easy for some people. So, some of you, you have no reason why you cannot respond to me. Number one, normal fast. That's abstinence from food, but not water for a while. That's a normal fast. Matthew 4, 2. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus was hungry. Amen. It does not say anything about Jesus being thirsty, but he was hungry. Isn't that true? According to science, we know that the body can normally function for a while without food, but it can only function three days without water before the body dies. Amen. So, normal fast is probably what we are doing. We do maybe one day fast. A lot of people don't do one day fast. Six to six is not one day fast. It's half a day. Hello? A whole day fast is starting maybe at 12 midnight and finishing at 12, 12 midnight, isn't it? That's 24 hours. That's a day. So when you do six in the morning to 6 p.m., it's half a day. It's, you do six in the morning and you go to the next morning, then you've done a whole day's fast. Hello? How many would attempt that tomorrow? So tomorrow, you wake up at 6, you don't eat. 6 p.m., you still don't eat. Till 6 a.m., then you can break your fast. You will not die. I guarantee you will not die. Amen. Number two type of fast is partial fasting. That's limiting the diet, but not totally abstaining from food. So, in Daniel chapter 1, verse 12 to 17, Daniel did a fast. Some people call this type of fast Daniel fast. Have you heard that before? Please, Daniel uh, 1, 12. He says that, please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat royal food. And treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and tested them for 10 days. At the end of the 10 day, they looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who ate the royal food. So the guard took away their choice food and wine, and they were to drink, the wine they were to drink, and gave them vegetables instead. So these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning, and Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. Amen. In Daniel chapter 10, verse 3, he said, I ate no choice food, no meat or wine touched my lips. I used no lotion. 
at all until three weeks were over. He didn't put cream on his body. He didn't eat any pleasant bread. That's also another type of fast. It's called partial fasting. Daniel obviously was a man who believed in fasting. In fact, he believed in it so much that he was willing to challenge the king of Babylon and the king of Persia. Amen. So you see, partial fast, you can fast, you can say that this whole month, I am going to go without um, chocolate. It's a partial fast. If you are somebody who, who, is, who loves chocolate. Fasting is just denying the flesh of what the flesh loves for the sake of spiritual communion with God. Are you with me? If you say, okay, I'm going to fast watching TV or going on social media, if that is what your craving is, that is also a type of fast. Amen. <laughs> the way people are, people are resisting my preaching today, I tell you, it's not easy. <laughs> Pastor Ben, it's good to have you back in church. I've missed you so, so much. <laughs> Absolute fast. Number three, that's avoiding food, all food and all water for a very short time, a short period of time. Ezra chapter 10, verse 6. Then Ezra withdrew from before the house of God and went to the room of Johanan, Johanan, son of Elashib, while he was there, he ate no food or drank no water because he continued to mourn over the unfaithfulness of the exiles. Ezra chapter 10 verse 6. So here, Ezra did not eat or drink for a short period of time. Amen. Esther chapter 4 verse 16. Go gather all the Jews who are in Shushan and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, three nights. And I and my maid will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Hallelujah. So Esther was saying that go and fast. Don't eat any food. Don't drink any water for three days. I and my maid servant will do the same. And after, I will go to the king. Amen. So that's absolute fast. Amen. Is that okay? Number four. Supernatural fast. In supernatural fast, God suspends the bodily function. This is not normal. Ha, have you had anybody say that I was taken to heaven? Have you had anybody say that before? What it means is that the faculty of the flesh is suspended. So it's like, it's as if the person is in a trance. The person is, is, is dead or is in a coma. The body doesn't move. Nothing happens. The body is, is actually reduced. That's what supernatural fast is. Daniel 9, Deuteronomy 9, 9. Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 9. 
when I, Moses, went up to the mountain of, to receive the tablet of stones, the tablets of the covenant that the Lord had made with, with you, I stayed on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. I ate no bread, drank no water. For 40, he, it means that his bodily functions were suspended because his spirit was communing with God. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the body, because the flesh is an enemy of the spirit of God. And anything that has to do with spiritual things, it has to happen when the body is inactive. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? So, that is supernatural fast. How many have you got so far? Number five, private fast. Fasting in a way that others don't know you are fasting. Matthew 6, 16 to 18. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do. For they disfigure their faces to show men they are fasting. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put, on, put oil on your head and wash your face so it so that it will not be obvious to men that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you openly. So you see, all the five we looked at so far can be done as a combination. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can do a partial fast, a vegetable fast. You can do a... A secret fast and a partial fast, or you can do a secret fast and an absolute fast. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Number six, congregational fast. I think that's what we are doing now. Congregational fast. The whole congregation has decided to fast for 14 days. Do you, do you get it? That's a congregational fast. Joel chapter 2. 12 to 17. Joel chapter 2, 12 to 17. The Bible says, Even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garment. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And he relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and have pity and leave behind a blessing. A ble grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. So we have all gathered. Gather the people and consecrate a fast. Consecrate the assembly. Bring together the elders. Gather the children. Those nursing at the breast, let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride his her chamber. Let the priest who minister before the Lord weep between the temple, the porch, the temple porch, and the altar. Let them say, Spare your people, O Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn and a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the people, Where is their God? So the whole congregation has come together. And they are fasting, they are praying and asking God for mercy. Amen. 
in uh, Acts chapter 13, verse 2 and 3, while they were worshiping the Lord in fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Amen. So you see, that's a congregational type of fast. So apart from the fast that we do as a church, you can declare your own fast. Private fast. And you must do it in such a way, you can do a secret fast. Nobody must know that you are fasting. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. How many have we done so far? Okay, so the last one is national fast. Second Chronicles 23 to 4. Second Chronicles 23 to 4. Alarmed because two nations were attacking, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord to proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. Verse 4. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord and from all the cities of Judah. They came to seek the Lord. I like this one. So it's saying that the fasting was for the seeking of God. Amen. So when we fast, it is not a slimming, uh, what do you call it? It's not a slimming course. It's not something we are doing because Christmas we ate too much. Are, are you with me? So you cannot tell me that you are fasting if you don't pray. That's what I'm trying to drive at. Otherwise, it's a slimming course. Amen. If it's not a slimming cause, then we have to seek God in fasting. So what you would normally do, uh, maybe you like to, uh, lunchtime, you like to do a lot of browsing and everything. Hello? That's what you do lunchtime. In the period of fasting, that one hour or 40 minutes of just chatting, or going on the net and everything must be used differently. Am I making sense? Because it's time to seek for the Lord. So it's not just your stomach. It's not a hunger strike. It is a time to seek the Lord. You are denying the flesh what the flesh wants so that you can spend that time in the presence of God to ask, make your petition and your request known to God. Am I making sense? So there's something on your heart. There's something worrying you. Jehoshaphat, the, the city, the Bible says that three kings had gathered to fight Judah. And Judah was in, they, 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 they stood to lose everything. You know, in those days, what they used to do was that if I come, let's say I'm a country, you are also a country. Now, when I come to war and I'm able to defeat you, I can enslave you so that all your food, all your harvest, when you harvest, I'll take. Or I can come and clear out all the cattle, all the uh, grain, or everything you have, or your food, your gold, your silver, I'll take everything so that I make, render you poor. Are you getting it? Those days, that's how it is. So it's like you see somebody who has a big mansion, who has very rich, a lot of cars, you go and fight them. 
And then when you fight them, you remove them from the house and take their house. So it was a dangerous time for three kings together to come and fight. And when King Jehoshaphat saw this, he said that the only thing we can do is to solicit the help from God. So the only way we can solicit God's help is to declare a national fast. All of us are going to fast. All of us. Dog, man, beast, anything, everything. There is nobody who's going to eat. We are going to pray. And they prayed. And the Bible says, if you read the story, it goes on to say that, and when they lifted up their voices to worship the Lord, the Lord sent an ambushment against the, the three kings that had gathered. So they rose up and killed one another. That's the power of prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? So you see, when, when you declare a fast, you must first of all, before the fast begins, ask yourself, what type of fast do I want to declare? And why am I declaring this fast? What do I want to see in this fast? And as you do that, and you decide that you are doing whatever, apart from the hunger, apart from denying the body, the next thing you need to pay attention to is prayer and seeking the Lord. Otherwise, sometimes what we do these days is that we get so busy, we say we are fasting, we get so busy, we do everything else but pray. Everything else by meditating on the word of God. Everything else by worshiping. When you are fasting, your, your routine must change. Am I talking to somebody? You cannot be fasting and your routine is the same. That's not fasting. Remember, uh, some of them, Daniel and Cole, they, they, they retreated. They retreated from the activities of the daily activities so that they could concentrate on the fast. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Okay, so let's look at the, a few benefits of the fast. Isaiah 58. A few benefits of fasting and then we can be going home. Is that okay? Hello? Isaiah 58, 6. Is this not the fast that I have chosen to lose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, that you, you break every yoke? Is, is it not to share your bread with the hungry, that you bring, that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out when you see the naked, you cover him and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light will break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily and your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord shall be your rare God. Amen. Read on. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst and the pointing of finger and speaking wickedness, if you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in the darkness, and your darkness shall be as the noonday. 
11. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Hallelujah. So when you fast, these are the things. The, the aim in, in this particular uh, scripture we just read, he said the aims of fasting is what? Go back to verse 6. So he says that, is this not the fast I've chosen? That you lose the bonds of wickedness. Amen. Undo heavy burdens and let the oppressed go free. That you break every yoke. Think about it. Is this not, means that there is a certain type of fast that God does not choose. But the fast he chooses are a fast of losing the bonds of wickedness. Undo heavy burdens. Letting the oppressed go free. And breaking every yoke. I want you to, understand, to, to, to see the revelation here. That's why I'm going over it. Is this not a fast I've chosen? That you lose the bonds of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, and break every yoke. What he's trying to say is that the fast that God chooses is the fast of intercession. You see, when you intercede, you are not interceding for yourself. You are interceding for people. Do you understand? A lot of people, when they fast, all they are fasting for is their selfish ends and their selfish needs. But that is not the fast God chooses necessarily. The fasting that God prefers, and that is, you know when I say, when somebody says, my choice, what does it mean? It means what his personal preference is. Somebody will choose a, a, a Range Rover, somebody will choose a Mercedes, somebody will choose a BMW. It's my personal choice. And God is saying that the personal choice, the thing that he chooses, is a fasting of intercession. Are you getting what I'm saying? A fasting that is not because of your selfish needs. Verse 7. Quickly. Is this not to share your bread? So now another element of fasting has been introduced. When you are fasting, the food that you would have eaten, that food must be shared with the hungry. That's God's choice of fast. How many can calculate the food you normally eat when you are fasting? When you are not fasting. Okay, let's do it this way. Say, for instance, during the day, if you go to work, you would eat a lunch. Isn't it? How how, how much is uh, your breakfast? Let's say you quantify your breakfast to be 10 pounds. Or it's too much. Okay, so six, six. Let's, how much is McDonald's breakfast? Quickly. McDonald's breakfast. Okay. Let's run up five pounds. Then your lunch. Another eight pounds. And your dinner is what? Another 10 pounds. So that makes how much? Five, eight, five, eight, ten. Twenty-three pounds. What the Bible is saying, is it twenty pounds or is it too much? 
Pastor Sheila, what do I say? It's too much. So what I what what I we are going with you. So what what I say? Fifteen pounds. So the Bible is saying that the fifteen pounds you must share with the hungry, the poor. That's the choice of God. The God's choice of fast is that when you are fasting, make sure that you give to the poor. Are you with me? Yeah. So when you are fasting, you have to give alms. Give alms. To share your clothes. Verse 8. Is it, when you see the naked... No, no, 7. Go back to 7. When you see the naked, cover him. Do not hide yourself from your own flesh. When you see those who, are, who don't have clothes... Give them clothes. It's also part of, part of the fasting that God chooses. Amen. Is that okay? Alfred, are we going to do that? So, now that you didn't know before, now that you know, calculate all the money you would have you saved from fasting and give it to the homeless. If you are not doing the dry, that means the, the dinner is only the lunch. breakfast and lunch money. Hello? Sonia, <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> you have to, people are trying to bargain with me for, okay, I, I hear you. Amen. Amen. Okay, but a few benefits, quickly. A few benefits of fasting. Verse 9. Verse Verse 8. Verse 8. One of the first benefits here says that then your light will break forth like the morning. How many know that the morning is different from the night? There's a certain brightness. There's a certain illumination. There's a certain revelation that comes with the morning. The things you couldn't see very well. You go to the garden in the middle of the night. You won't see anything. But in the morning, when the light day is done, and you go into the garden, you can see all the little creatures and everything. So that stands for bright light, stands for revelation. So one of the benefits of, of uh, fast is revelation. Amen. Hallelujah. God will speak to you about something. Maybe a decision you want to take. God will reveal a certain aspect of the decision for you to see. Maybe you hadn't seen it very well. Amen. So your light will break forth. God will give you revelation. Number two, your healing will spring forth. Even in scientifically, it is proven that when you, you fast, you give your body the chance to repair itself. How many know that? Yeah, you give your body the chance to repair itself. There are certain diseases and everything that your white blood cells cannot fight very well because there's so much food. Or you don't like what I'm saying. But so when you fast, it gives your body time to repair itself. Repair a lot of things. How many? I don't know whether to say it or not. But I'll say it. You know that when you eat and eat and eat and eat, sometimes it gets very your body gets clogged up. You are not able to go to the toilet very often. Do you understand what I'm saying? But when you fast for like two, three days without eating, now everything, your body resets. 
So now it's not it, How many understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You give your body the time to heal itself. And your health, your healing shall break forth speedily and your righteousness will go before the Lord. It means the favor of the Lord comes upon you. And the glory of the Lord is your rear guard. The certain anointing, the certain unction, unction comes upon you when you have gone before the Lord in fasting and prayer. Amen. Amen. You are going to go and preach or you are going to go and do something when you fast. It gives God the opportunity to endow you with his power and his presence. Amen. All right. So we are looking at, I'm going to list a few more benefits. I'm not going to talk about it and then we can go home. So we have talked about Revelation, isn't it? Revelation, so Acts chapter 13, verse 3, verse 2, Revelation, losing the chains of injustice and untying the cords of yoke of bondage. So when you fast, one of the things is that the bondage that is on you is lifted up. The sins that easily besets you is broken through fasting and prayer. Amen. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Amen. You know, you have a funny, uh, what do you call it? Strange lady that comes to you. That comes into your house every time. And when they come, you find yourself falling for them. Was a strange man. One of the fastest ways to get rid of them is to fast. When you fasted and prayed and they come, you just, God will give you that strength to Amen. Oh, I said amen. Amen. Okay. I thought you were trying to be spiritual on me. (laughs) Number two, we've talked about healing, isn't it? Healing. Revelation. Bondage broken. Healing anointing. What number are we on? Five. Okay. I didn't know you were writing. So we've talked about righteousness. Bondage. Okay, the presence of God comes upon you. The anointing. Amen. Number six. So the presence of God comes as the glory anointing unction comes upon you. Then your prayers are answered. This kind does not go except by fasting and by prayer. So you guarantee answered prayer. Amen. Another thing is contentment. How many know that when you fast, your greed goes away? Oh, you don't like what I'm saying? Greed and selfishness goes away when you're fasting. What number are we on? Sorry? Number eight. Refreshing. You feel refreshed. 
I think my wife was saying that when you are fasting and you are able to go and take a very hot shower and you come out, you feel, even though the stomach is and the body is dying inside, you feel a bit. (laughs) So she, she shared her secret with me. So I'm sharing his, the secret with you. Amen. What uh, number are we on? What number? Nine. Number nine. Okay. Strength comes. Strength comes. You get strength. Number 10. Understanding and divine revelation. Jeremiah 36, 6. Understanding and divine revelation also comes through fasting and prayer. Amen. Above all, you hear the voice of God clearly, clearly or clearer. Amen. Jeremiah, what was the scripture again? 36.6 You go therefore and read from the scroll which you have, which you have written at my instruction, the word of God in the hearing of the people on the Lord's day, on the day of fasting, you shall read them in the hearing of all. You remember Daniel was fasting and when he had finished it, the Lord dropped upon him by the reading of the scroll that the time for bondage had finished. How many remember that scripture? Yeah. And that was when he set his face to, to pray. And, and the Lord sent the angel that the prince of Persia actually withstood. Amen. Okay, so I think I've given you enough for today. How many are going to take fasting seriously? And going to change. Are there some things you are going to change in your fasting routine? So I, I, I want you to change some things in your fasting. Don't fast as a religious activity. I want you to have a certain understanding that you are doing something that will change something around your life and the life of everybody else. Fasting is really for intercession. Amen. Stand to your feet. Is there any, are there any questions? Anybody questions? Sally, you don't have any questions this week? No? You do? 
Okay, so please sit down for two seconds. Sally has questions. Put the microphone on so I can hear you. Can somebody put a microphone on? I can't hear her. It's not for me alone, for those who are on the online watching so they can also understand what you're saying. Yeah, go on. You were saying something about we denying our body for so many things, including sex. When, so I want to come into when it's married men, mm-hmm. married men couples. Do they also have to deny their husbands or their wives? The, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians uh, is it 7 that you have, to, you have to have an agreement between your spouse that you are going to abstain but then the Bible says that come quickly so that you don't tempt, you don't allow the tempter to come in. So it must be an agreement. The fact that you are fasting doesn't mean that sex is also part. No, unless both of you agree that we are not going to, we are going to abstain. Then it can also become a, a type of fast. Do you understand? Yeah. But... What I was saying was more for like uh, people who are struggling with the flesh. But when it's a couple, you have to have an agreement. Yeah. I didn't quite understand the question. Let's say um, Sasha did something to me. Uh-huh. But you want to really face her. You want to tell her off. Not like I told her what my peace of mind of it. Yeah. But let's say she, she got angry about it. But in the course of it, I decided, okay, fine. Because we are fasting, I, I don't want to, um, how to, I don't want to bear grudges against you or something like that. So the best thing is for me to just lay aside. So long as you tell her, listen, let's agree to disagree. We'll visit the matter later. Then we can we can be cool. Any other questions? Hello? Are we okay? No questions. All right. Have we answered all the questions? Alfred. Oh, Pastor. Alfred, do you have a question? Antisila has a question. Antisila, tell us the question, your question. Is it the same as Sally's own? You see, I'm going to fast and come. When I come, they will come and fight. <laughs> oh, is it the first question? Ah, okay. Mercy. All right. So we are we are okay. Joe, what's the problem? Microphone, please. 
Put it on. somebody I, 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 I my sister used to do something my sister will, will, will decide that she's fasting three days and then it's like put my Monday food in the fridge my Tuesday food and Wednesday food and then she breaks it it's all at the same time <laughs> no no we said that give your bread to the poor so it means your food must not be put as there's no lay by. We don't lay it aside to consume at six o'clock. So those who are doing twenty-one days, they can <laughs> Oh mercy. Yeah. Are you a Muslim? <laughs> Yeah, okay, so long as you decide that you are fasting from 6 in the morning. So if you eat at 5 a.m. and the fasting starts at 6 in the morning, it's fine. <laughs> you can eat all. <laughs> you see, but you see, that's, that's, yeah, that becomes, you become very pedantic and goes into religious spirit. Are we okay? All right.